Protecting the homeless as a class of people is harmful to society, the environment, and mostly to the homeless themselves. Let me break it down for you. In the grand scheme of answering what would Jesus do regarding the homeless, I'm convinced that Jesus would teach them to fish rather than to hand them one. He's probably wondering why we, at least here on the West Coast, keep enabling and encouraging people who are created in His image to live far below their nature and ability, particularly when doing so is harming everyone involved. When God blesses a person, that blessing is never for them alone, but it's intended to bless society as well. Unfortunately, the direction society is going is failing at solving the homeless crisis by all objective measures, but we don't have to continue going this way. I was having a conversation with a young journalist when he said that he favored a low slash no barrier approach to homeless shelters because he felt that it did the least amount of harm to the individual. Asking what I thought, I pointed out that when the approach in the community was either the mission or jail or move on to another town, we simply had far less homeless in Grants Pass. In other words, when they were told to come to the mission or move along, the homeless largely did, or they established camps that were located to be a minimal in their nuisance to the community. You know, he was shocked, and he replied, so you think we should force people to leave homelessness? Well, I replied, we both believe that force is acceptable to use. We just disagree on how and on whom. I want to force those who can leave homelessness to do so, and you want to force society to pay to accommodate their choice to remain homeless. Today, the same idea of harm reduction is being employed in the rhetoric surrounding the issues of homelessness. Blending the words harm reduction with homelessness sure does sound more loving, at least on the surface. But if we're going to get excited about reducing harm, shouldn't we try to do it to the greatest number of people? And shouldn't we be willing to ensure that reducing harm for one doesn't actually cause harm to another? Insisting that others clean up after you and pay for the trauma that you create is surely not an act of love, but it's actually immoral and wicked. More often than not, the destruction caused by homelessness has an enormous negative impact on good law-abiding citizens and on the environment. Not only is it unloving, but accommodating such behavior is teaching irresponsibility. So let me describe three ways that it's unloving to society, to our environment, and to the homeless themselves. Number one, homelessness is unloving to society. It's unkind, unloving, and even harmful to force taxpayers to cover the cost related to the bad and rebellious choices of others. Law-abiding society already pays their fair share in funding law enforcement and its related expenses. Government is famous for being inefficient and ineffective at addressing the problem, particularly 
at the state and federal levels. They have a built-in spend it all or you don't get it next time process in virtually all of their so-called help programs rather than budget guidelines that incentivize financial savings. In the end, good citizens see their taxes get spent on enabling homelessness rather than reducing it. Number two, homelessness is unloving to the environment. The same people who have been complaining for decades now about the impending environmental catastrophes are strangely silent when it comes to the horrific harms to the environment caused by homelessness. The entire state laws have been changed to ban or greatly restrict the public use of plastic straws and grocery bags over environmental concerns. Yet the human waste created by the homeless that pollutes our waterways and air pollution caused by wildfires started by homeless get banned or protested by almost no one. The negative impacts of homelessness is easily a thousand times greater than that of the general public's use of plastic straws. But the answer is always make laws that force and inconvenience those who aren't really creating the problem to fix it. This is not right, and it's not addressing the real and often permanent damage to our environment. Number three, supporting what is soon to become the homeless class is unloving to the homeless people themselves. The Bible has no category divisions like class and neither should we. Its writers recognize those who were poor, sojourners, aliens, and strangers, but it never placed people in fixed categories the way that we do today. Attempts at solving the homeless crisis by trying to persuade the public to fund and accommodate urban camping as a lifestyle choice can only be done by people who neither have nor would make such a choice themselves. Homeless camps are riddled with disease and crime, where safety, security, and health are rare and fleeting. All of these problems only compound over time, so that the longer a person chooses to be homeless, the harder it is to have good options to choose from. Do no harm. It seems on the surface like a wonderful sentiment, and perhaps even a principle that could help guide decision-making. Unfortunately, the idea will never work if we only focus on one group at the expense of society at large. And that is exactly what's happening all along the West Coast right now. This approach has only enabled the problem of homelessness to increase everywhere it's employed. Enabling homelessness this way can only lead to the demise of our communities and to the homeless themselves there's a better way. The Grants Pass Gospel Rescue Mission has made their focus limit their services to those who express a desire to leave homelessness for good. We immediately integrate them into a program designed to help individuals see their impact on others and incentivize them to care. We teach them about the stewardship of their time, talent, and treasures, and we build in good habits that can be carried along 
after they leave our program. Many of our residents go on to become strong contributors to our economy and society. And that is an approach that truly reduces harm to everyone.